0: Hello again, everybody, and welcome back
1: to Card Advantage.
0: I am Clues, one of your faithful hosts, and joining me, as always, is Rich. Rich, how are things tonight?
1: Think twice. That's Card Advantage.
0: That is, yes, one
1: of... I don't know. <laughs> That's all I I'm doing fine.
0: All right, great. Great. I'm glad to hear it, because we have, back with us,
2: Mr. CJ Schrader. Hello, and welcome to FlavorCast.
0: And we have Mike from the Pool
2: hey what he said
0: <laughs> and that means that it is in fact time for flavor cast now tonight's flavor cast, that? yeah he did but flavor. Mm. everyone hang a clock around your neck and uh i i've got nothing else about flavor flavor hey so before we before i we have something deep.
1: flavor Flav never have self-respect uh,
0: oh that's unnecessary that is unnecessary uh that's
1: not true
2: before we get into the episode, I, I do want to, uh, I know you guys just recently opened a store in Athens, Georgia, so I'm glad you guys, you know, invite me on and you have your little foothold in Athens now. and Wait, uh, looking seriously? Looking forward to seeing you all at the GP this weekend in Atlanta.
0: Is 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 there now a branch of Card Advantage in, like, the, the store?
2: Well, tell those actually, bastards. you would know that, this.
0: Tell those bastards that we want our name back.
2: Well, I think they had it first.
0: No, no, actually, we predate them.
2: Uh, But... They, they have go a store burn. and you don't.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, but they actually make money and we're just some guys <laughs> with a podcast. So they
2: can burn in hell. Oh, I hear well, they're very nice guys.
0: There goes our sponsorship deal.
2: I know that would have been ideal if you got sponsored by Card Advantage. Like.
0: I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I've heard, I've heard mixed things.
1: Yeah, because when they first started, they were not getting great reception from people.
0: Yeah, and people kept tweeting at us because we're at Card Advantage on Twitter. And we're not that card advantage.
1: So. No,
2: you definitely are. You just opened the store.
0: No, what no. I'm sure is. No, okay.
2: I, Nick Zidamer has been to the store. I know it's there. It's definitely you guys. Yeah, but it's not us. No, it's <laughs> – Stop Stop spreading
0: these rumors. We are not affiliated with the store card advantage in any way, shape, or form. And I, I won't be it. A-
2: Except for the physical location you have in
1: Athens,
0: Georgia. <laughs> Except that we don't. Look.
1: Okay.
0: And I don't even know why we invite this guy on here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't i'm just putting that out there
0: yeah this is true this is my this is 100 percent my fault i take responsibility
1: i, I don't like, know their business was i just know when they first started up we got a lot of angry tweets about misrepresentation misadvertising and we we me includes, were like please do not tweet us anymore we are not a store <laughs> we are a podcast only
3: yeah.
0: which that that clears that up too for anyone who is curious we are not affiliated with the retailer uh card advantage
1: if anything that's outside of flavor that cj says it's probably a lie
0: yeah Uh, in fact inside of flavor it may also be a lie i have no
2: no, actual proof i've always told the truth about flavor on your show
0: (laughs) i like the qualifier that's that's really good. So, long-time listeners will understand that if these two yahoos have joined us, that in fact, tonight is a FlavorCast episode, which strangely enough, we get more downloads than our regular episodes, so I don't really know what to make of that.
2: Jeez, what could be different, Mike?
0: <laughs>
2: I, I, think it's, I think it's you, CJ. <laughs>
0: oh, I was going to say it was the power of the beard, but that's just because Mike has an amazing beard. I well, thank you.
1: Um, He's anyway. not the only one.
0: So th- that is true, Uh Rich, also, not not clues, no, no, Mine, I,
2: I mean, I have a beard,
1: but it's certainly not amazing.
0: Yeah, I've tried to grow a beard, and it's not, uh, you, seriously, there's no point.
1: Yeah, I don't see Dr. Science with a beard.
0: Yeah, although actually the original Dr. Science, if you're familiar with the TV personality Dr. Science from back in the day, actually did have a beard, but that's still not me. Anyway, we're here to talk about flavor, and some- like cons- chocolate? Uh, yeah, I love chocolate.
1: Who doesn't? Communists, that's who.
0: I was going to say bad people.
1: Who is that? Like communists.
0: Maybe maybe dogs, because I think it, it's poisonous to dogs.
1: It so. is poisonous to dogs. So they still like it because they still eat it.
0: They do, but don't feed your dogs chocolate. So uh, that's your tip for tonight, and that's the show, everybody. All right, good night. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> when you hear tonight's topic, you may wonder, hey, shouldn't they have done this in October? And the answer is... Yeah, probably, but there was an announcement
1: recently. We should have done a lot of things in October, so let's be... Let's be.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. There's a lot of things we should have done. Um, We are here tonight to talk about the flavor of a specific plane, and it's not, uh, it's not Kamigawa. It's not Lorwin, We tried that. It's not
1: that Kamigawa. Not, you lied to me, sir.
0: That did not go well when we tried Lorwin. No, we are here tonight to discuss... The Plane of Innistrad, which should be like everyone's favorite plane.
3: Wait,
2: what?
0: Yeah, it, in, Innistrad, we're here to huh? talk about in, Innistrad, no?
2: Okay, I'm sorry, I'm ruining your show.
0: Uh, it's fine. It's Again, we get an uptick <laughs> when you're on the show, so I, I don't think that that's possible. Uh, the ruining of it. I, it's too late, it's ruined. Um,
2: In the there, beginning.
0: There was an announcement recently. Oh yeah. So uh, you know, coming up, we're gonna have. Uh, we're, we're currently, by the way, for those listening in the future, enjoy your flying cars and your global warming. Um, we have. Uh, we're currently in battle for Zendikar. That is the block that is currently active. And uh, coming soon is Oath of the Gatewatch. But just recently, they announced the set that is after Oath of the Gatewatch.
1: Because they clearly don't want Oath of the Gatewatch to do well.
0: No, they certainly don't. They, this is actually something that I think we should... Look, Wizards, I know you don't listen to this show, but for the, for the purposes of this bit, I have to pretend that you do. It's possible that you're stealing the thunder from the next set by announcing the set after it so soon is what I'm saying. I mean, yes, we like the hype train. All aboard the hype train, woo-woo. But when you announce that we're going to return to Innistrad before we actually even touch Oath of the Gatewatch, which is not a great name, by the way. <laughs> uh, nor was nor was Dragon's Maze, but you didn't yeah. ask me about that.
2: Like you really shouldn't have Gate in the title of anything that's not Ravnica, just because, I don't know, right, I feel like yeah. it's already tied to Ravnica. We had
0: Gate Crash. We totally did that. Yeah. Uh, ooh, ooh, there we go. Maybe... Maybe they're going to merge Zendikar and and
4: Ravnica.
1: Please don't do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it worked out so well when they did it with, what was it, Wrath that they they just just slammed into?
4: Plopped it right down
1: on top of Dominaria.
0: Stick it right in Dominaria. That'll be fine. That worked out
4: great for them.
1: Wizards, please don't do that.
0: Anyway, the point is, they've announced the set after Oath of the Gatewatch, and that set is going to be called, I believe it's Shadows over Innistrad. Is it plural, Shadows over Innistrad, or is it Shadow over Innistrad? I
4: don't know. Shadows.
0: Shadows. Okay, so plural. So multiple Shadows over Innistrad. But the point is, Innistrad!
4: Truth be told, I don't know whether that's right. I just remembered I saw some people disagreeing about it online and I can't remember which one of them was correcting the other.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Well then we'll what? we'll make something up. It's uh three
1: shadows oh, well, over yeah. Instra. You mean our specialty clues.
0: That's right. <laughs> over Instrad. Let's see what this says. Shadows, it is plural. Okay, good. According to the Wizards website, which is totally a bastion of truth and honesty. But they had artwork made, so it's probably Shadows.
2: So can we say the mechanic shadow is basically guaranteed?
0: I think we can say that it's probably
2: yeah. not. What?
0: But I don't know. All right. Uh, later in the show, we'll speculate about Shadows over Innistrad and what might be in it. But but for now, we thought we might revisit the original Innistrad and talk about the story that occurred there. So that in hopefully one of the
1: greatest planes they've created.
0: Oh, certainly, absolutely mm-hmm. loved the plane. I do agree. Uh, so we'll we'll cover some of the story and the background of what occurred uh, during the Innistrad block, and we'll use that as kind of a a, a way for people to start thinking about the sorts of storyline elements that might come into play in Shadows over Innistrad. How does that sound?
1: Because this was this was a plane that had a happy ending. <laughs> yeah. Happy,
0: happy-ish, yeah. No, it's Unless you're happy. S- Garrick, then uh, then it was not.
1: But you know who cares if he has a happy ending? Not me. Not me.
0: I kind of care. I liked Garrick.
1: I don't think he's
2: going to have a happy ending. I got bad news for you.
0: Yeah, I don't think he is either.
2: We don't exactly need more
1: heroes.
0: We don't need another hero. Yeah. But we do need another way home. Let's go back. I do and-
1: think they. I do think they need to ice another Planeswalker. They haven't iced one yet in a while. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: can't tell if you're kidding or not.
1: Bridge out for blood.
0: Oh, man.
1: I'm just saying, if he died, that's not going to be the end of the world.
0: But I, you you just don't like green. No. Can we agree on that? That it's.
1: I don't like Garrick.
0: What don't you like about Garrick? I mean, he's look, green. he's got everything right. for him. He's not Missa.
1: I'm, I'm going to relate this in wrestling terms. Okay. For people who might understand that. Sure. He's the big show, and he is worthless.
0: mm Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So. I, th- I think 12. Garrick was the first Planeswalker I ever owned. Might have been a Johnny, but I think it was Garrick. Years before,
2: or is that. Oh,
1: my first Planeswalker I owned was Koth, so.
2: Okay, that's. Mine was also Garrick. Might be
0: better than Garrick. So, uh, where did Innistrad fall? So, Innistrad, the original set, just called straight Innistrad. It was in uh, the fall, set in 2011. So, as far as storyline elements go, we are after uh, Zendikar. We're after Zendikar. We're after Scars of Mirrodin, and then we're in Innistrad, and we're before Return to Ravnica. So, uh, that's where we are storyline-wise, as far as if you were just trying to put it into context of planes that we know. So, what was the overriding feeling of Innistrad? what was what was what was going
4: on? The Happiness. overarching theme, <laughs> almost almost. The overarching theme was a gothic horror setting. Uh, the the setting of Innistrad was concepted, if you were compared to some place on Earth, as uh, Central Europe in the you know. 17th, 18th, 19th century, that kind of range. That's a wide range, but you, you get what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. So, Gothic Horror was the uh, the name of the game. And I, I gotta say, they did a very nice job of kind of blending people's, I, I, I guess maybe expectations of what a Gothic Horror set might be like. Oh, mm-hmm. they nailed it. With kind of a, a fantasy trope setting. they They took... You know, werewolves and demons and and ghosts, and they just kind of blended them all in seamlessly. So it's it's almost like uh, folklore had already written the flavor backstory, and uh, they just kind of kind of meshed it on top of uh, on top of magic, and so it, it worked very very nicely.
2: And they put a fancy hat on it.
0: Well, you got to have hats. Yeah. Uh, if if uh, Team Fortress has taught us anything,
2: the hats game in Innistrad is just through the roof.
0: It really is. Like more hats than you can shake a stick. I wanted to come up with something. Oh, shake, shake a rack hat.
2: Yeah, like a coat rack though, where you would
0: hang a hat. A oh, hat oh, see, I was thinking like the rack, like the card. Ah. Oh. Yeah. See, I thought you were going for a torture theme there. Never mind. Uh. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Innistrad was the home plane of a planeswalker. Some of you may have heard of him. Uh, rich do you remember the planeswalker who's from there uh yep it's not it's on the tip of my tongue tibble i just can't remember
1: <laughs> it is the home point of tibble which, <laughs> i mean he's TJ's not wrong there i mean he's not the important planeswalker but soren
0: it is in fact soren so uh soren fanboy winky face etc etc exo uh,
1: exo uh, winky face thank you
0: exo winky face i'm so sorry <laughs> So, it is the home plane of Soren. Uh, so it is a home plane of, uh, vampires and, and whatnot. So, where, what thread do we want to begin unraveling first?
1: Should we start as early as initially? we know, or should we start where the story started us?
0: Uh, let's start where the story started us.
1: All right. The story started us with, um, Liliana coming to, um, Innistrad because she sold her soul, as we all know, because, you know, she's kind-hearted like that. Yeah, like you do. And so, and she decided, she found the Chain Veil and decided she's going to use that to kill all the demons that she sold her soul to. One of them happens to be Grizzlebrand, who happens to reside on the plain of Innistrad. And so she comes to find him because she wants to kill him, because she's, you know, not nice, and blah, blah. That's what she wants to do. And before she came here, she got in a tussle with Garrick, who's that she then cursed with the the um, veil, and he's mad.
0: Yeah, he's he's kind of crazy, actually.
1: Yeah, he's yeah, he's definitely crazy. So So there's that.
0: Yes. Yes. So that is kind of our, our introduction, our stepping stone right. into Inistrad, but I believe we've had some experience with some Inastradi characters before this? Or am I wrong about that?
4: Just Besides
1: Soren, Sorin, no.
0: Yeah, I thought that I thought that one of Soren's ancestors had a important part in a
1: in Yeah, but I guess if, if you're going like or the sto- uh, well, before there were vampires, I think that there might still have been werewolves and what, and zombies. But before vampires, um Soren's I wanna say his is his grandfather or is his uncle? It's his uncle his uncle edgar Markov, um uh, his people were in a famine and they were dying and he made a deal with the demons for i think it was i can't remember if it was healing or immortality or however it worked and they became um innistrad's version of vampires which they decided would made them the elite aristocrats because the only way to become a vampire is to drink the blood of a vampire i think it is and normally it's really weird because that's for some reason that scars the vampires and it's very personal. Most of them like hide it on their foot because the person turning to a vampire needs to be subservient in some way and sucking someone's foot's pretty subservient.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: kinky. I was going to say, this is taking a kinky turn that I did not expect, but OK.
1: But that's that's how they become vampires. That you know, I, I didn't just make that up for the giggles.
0: No, 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 I, I, I get it. I get it.
1: So, and then he all, as they were turning, he turned Soren into a vampire, which apparently it's not a pleasant process, because it caused his spark to awaken, mm-hmm. and he left, and came back and left, and kind <laughs> of did Soren things, because he's a planeswalker who's pre-mending, so he already had all this ungodly power.
0: Phenomenal godlike, he's, he's one of just a handful of pre-mending spark- are pre-mending planeswalkers that we still follow, right?
1: Yeah. Right. And he's still – the thing about I mean, – he's like – he's immortal like twice. He's a vampire and he's a planeswalker.
0: Ooh, so. he's double immortal.
1: Well, gotta, planeswalkers are no longer naturally immortal.
0: Well,
2: yeah. yeah, they're just long-lived. I don't even think they're long-lived. did we talk about this before? I think Jace will die at 80 years old or whatever.
0: Well, if if not before.
2: I don't know. Liliana hung on for a while
4: before she needed the demon's help, right? When she got really old, she was like – yeah, I know she got really old.
2: Really old. But that's the point. She was really old. She I didn't think die. So. I think she only really 50 old. years had passed or whatever so that she could get really old. I think they age normally. I mean, nothing. No reason why they wouldn't.
1: Because oh. they're magical. Okay.
4: It's complicated because you have Liliana who made a deal with the demons for youth, and then you have Soren who's a vampire, and then you have Nicol Bolas and Ugin who are dragons, and all of those types of people just already live a really long time. Yeah. So it's
2: and Karn. and, and all, Karn.
4: Also Karn, who was a
2: robot,
1: doesn't exactly age. Right.
0: So yeah. we've got the we got the background set up. So we have vampires. Vampires are introduced.
1: Well, well, um, the almost, we have the vampire, but then there's the zombies and all these things. Mostly the vampires, and they were coming pretty rampant on the human, you know, humanity.
0: Yeah, I want to stress that vampires are not good at resource management.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and it didn't help that there's werewolves and zombies and all these other, you know, plights that are making vampires' lives harder than it needs to be.
0: You would really think that if you're immortal, you would plan ahead. But I feel like the vampires, not so much.
1: No, they they went against that. They're like pff, planning ahead. Pshaw. Let's, let's indulge ourselves. We're aristocrats. Yeah. And that's pretty much their mentality. And so Soren realizes my people will die because they're overfishing. <laughs> I don't think he said those words. but that, That's that's the gist of it. That's so what I got
0: from it. Vampires of Innistrad were a cautionary tale for Cod of New England. <laughs> <laughs> Although, so, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, so sure, don't write in. I understand that there are changes to climate that are causing warming waters and declines in fishing stocks, even if we don't overlook. Look, just don't, never mind. Go no one it. was
2: going to write in with that complaint. Somebody was. That complaint was not going to come in.
0: <laughs> if you were going to write in with that complaint, tweet to at the pool and let him know.
4: <laughs> if All you were right. going to write in with a complaint about the climate of Innistrad, definitely send that
1: along.
0: Uh, yes, send that to uh, at SorinXOXOWinkyFace. Yep. Okay, good. I got that one right.
1: So, because the, he realized that their food source was going to die out, Sorin decided to give the humans a fighting chance. And he cr- he created Avison and all yes. of her magic that gave the humans protection and the ability to fight vampires. And I believe because of that, his family shunned him.
0: Yeah, I believe he was cast out for you know stopping. He was harsh in their buzz, man.
1: He was like, we don't want to think about the sad stuff, Soren. <laughs> so that kind of brings us to where we are because now, um, unbeknownst to most of the people, Avison is missing. Yes, which means her magic and her protection is fading. Which means the vampires and the zombies and the werewolves are winning.
0: The darkness is rising.
1: So, I mean, there's still some protection, but it's fairly weak, and the humans are not looking good. Things aren't looking good for their future.
0: I would describe them as on the ropes.
1: That's a a very fitting description clues.
0: I just wanted Uh, to extend the wrestling analogy.
1: (laughs) So I don't know where we are from here. Um, where we want to proceed with the story because, I mean, this actual story of Innistrad from that, the set was mostly backstory.
0: Yeah, well, one thing I want to mention before we go too deep on this is if I'm not mistaken, Innistrad was the first block in a long time where there was not a novel. Because there was a Scars of Mirrodin novel. Correct. And so when Innistrad came around, they said, hey, we're not doing novels anymore. Uh, they didn't say because they suck, but we're not doing novels anymore. We're going to handle all of the flavor and storyline through the cards and through the website. And I remember at the time thinking, oh, no, this is terrible. But I was relatively new to magic and hadn't read most of the novels. So uh, I might have been misinformed at that point. Uh, but the point is, it was done through short stories and posts on the on the website.
4: Yes,
1: and they were very good. I remember them. the well, Geist of St. Traff story is one of the best, still one of my favorites they have ever done. Mm-hmm. So,
4: so we mentioned that Avisson was missing. Uh when Liliana showed up looking for Grizzlebrand, she noticed that he was also missing. And, Say what? Yeah, and it turned out that those two things were related. Uh hidden away in the um, in the cathedral of Avisson in um oh darn it, what's the city's name? Freaking –
1: Thraben?
4: Raven? Raven. Yes. <laughs> is uh it's an artifact called the Hell Vault. It's this huge silver monolith that um that Avicen and the the human church that kind of built up around her were using to magically trap demons. Cause, you know, it didn't take long of for them to figure out from fighting demons that after they killed them, well, you know, they didn't actually kill them. It just made their whatever magical enemy whatever and energy, magical energy, they were made of, dissipate, go back to, you know, whatever hell is in Inistrad, and eventually they would come back out. So they would use the Hell Vault to capture them instead.
1: Because, so, so mistaken, the Hell Vault is part of this moon,
4: right? Yes.
0: At least that's what the legends say. Yes.
4: Yeah, the legends say the Hell Vault is is a piece of the of Inistrad's moon, which is also made out of elemental silver, um, and the moon has a very strong magical effect on the plane, as so, well.
0: So if, uh, since Brian Prilliman isn't here, so the Hell Vault is the containment unit that we have back at Ghostbusters headquarters.
3: <laughs> yes, yes
2: it is. White is green, the trap is clean. That's right. Uh, Prilliman, you got me.
4: So Avison was able to lure Gristlebrand close enough to the Hell Vault, or maybe Gristlebrand, um, showed up there to brazenly challenge her. I can't remember which way it no. went. I
0: the believe there was one. a double dog dare that was
3: involved. Okay. Yeah.
4: Uh, so they got involved in a truly epic battle atop the Hell Vault. And when each of them were delivering the finishing blow to each other, they both ended up trapped in it. So Grizzlebrand was trapped, but didn't um,
1: didn't didn't he trick Avison?
2: Yes. Not really. I mean, if shoving a spear through an someone extent. and then pulling them in with you is a trick, yes,
1: <laughs> well, <Gotcha>. a trick. <laughs> He
2: tricked her. Yeah.
1: Well, I thought he feigned weakness for her to go for the killing blow, so he could pull her in with him. Uh, I could be mistaken, but that's how I, I thought he feigned weakness, so she, I mean, so he could try to trap her in the elbow, But they ended up both being trapped. Yeah.
2: So that is covered in a story, and, and do, maybe they do say that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm only too glad that, that, you remember the details more vividly than I do. That's rather selfless for a demon though. That's that's the part that's hanging me up.
1: Like. I don't think I think he thought he was just gonna get he would get away with it. Like he wouldn't be trapped. He was gonna trap her, not himself. Gotcha. I think I could be mistaken now, that you all questioned me.
2: Well that would explain why he challenged her at the hell vault, at Because, like why do that? <laughs> you know, you'd think you'd want to stay away from the thing that can trap you for eternity. Right. So
1: So, so now we learn where Avison is. She's hidden. Because Soren comes to play in looking for Avacyn, because he wants to figure out what happened to everything he's worked for to keep yeah, this, his family alive.
2: This is right after the Old Eldrazi got out, and I guess he's like, well, time for vacation. Well, Zendikar's
0: screwed. Why don't I go yeah. home?
2: Let's see what's going on there.
0: Oh, crap. That's screwed, too.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, the best laid plans of Soren and Markov.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So – but then Liliana figures out, hey, I know where Grizzlebrand is. And so the best way for her to get – to kill Grizzlebrand, she has to free Grizzlebrand and all these angels and demons that are trapped inside the Hellvote.
0: Now, for reasons I've never quite understood, and and we'll get to when this – I think this actually happened in Dark Ascension, right, as far as the the storyline goes. Uh, Liliana was powerless to actually break open the Hell Vault. She had to get an unwitting accomplice to aid her. Yeah. Yeah. And I've I... never been clear how she could cast a spell whose ultimate end was to break the Hell Vault, but that she couldn't do it herself.
1: Oh. Well, well the, the spell she cast was either it was she faced Thalia with a choice of. The spell of all of her soldiers die or Thalia breaks the hell vault.
0: Right, and this was represented on a card. Uh, God, what was it called?
2: Liliana the Veil. Yeah. It's her, her ultimate. Old, yeah. It's her literally her ultimate.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I thought that was another card that did a similar thing. Maybe it was just the flavor text on a card that, that uh, referenced this. But yeah, okay. So yeah, it is
4: It and is. I, and I have to be honest. I never made that connection between that event and Liliana's <laughs> limit <laughs> break until like an hour before the show started.
0: <laughs> okay, well, if nothing else, we've brought that to the attention of people, so that's cool. So, yeah uh,
1: e- I can e- explain technically, it. Every, everything, technically, everything on Liliana is a choice. Not a good one, but... Oh, yeah. I didn't say it's a good one. It was just every every ability on that Liliana is presenting the other player with a choice. Which card to discard, which creature to sacrifice, which permanence they get to keep, and which ones they don't.
2: Yeah. So yeah. what happened is the uh, the writers kind of got themselves in a corner because they said the Hell Vault was not destructible. So <sighs> I think they were trying to be really cutesy, and they're like, well, what if we use the ultimate? And uh, <laughs> then magically that just works. So Magic did it.
4: Well, Black can't destroy artifacts anyway. So
2: Yeah. Boom. But it was a sacrifice choice. Dahlia, oh, yeah. it's sacrifice, you know? It gets around indestructible. It's honestly one of the least flavorful, most mechanic thing I've ever seen in a short story, to be hundred percent honest. Like <laughs> it, it's basically boots on oozes in a in a short story. I was did, like, this did
0: you just say boots on oozes? Yeah. As as in like equipping Swiftfoot boots on, on a on an ooze.
2: Yeah, and how that makes little flavor sense.
0: Right. Well, neither just giving a damn sword to a squadron
2: hawk. Right, exactly. So, you know, that happens in the game, and I feel like, for once... you could grip it translated. by the hilt.
0: I suppose he could, but I don't really see how the, okay. the bird is going to really wield that sword effectively.
2: Doesn't he have three legs, though? A squadron hawk? Isn't that squadron hawk that has three legs? I thought he only had two the legs. Suntail hawk has four. Damn it, now I've got to go look uh, up squadron maybe I'm thinking hawk. of Suntail hawk. All right. That
4: was trippy the first time I noticed Suntail hawk had four legs.
0: Really? Now i got to go look up
2: Suntail hawk. Yeah, 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 it's Suntail hawk okay um,
0: squadron well, hawk appeals to only have two legs
2: yeah well it's definitely not squadron Hawk. let's say that and then i trust mike yeah it's until hawk sorry got my hawks wrong
1: um, anyways
2: <laughs> which is, does squadron hawk have two i thought it was three
0: no he's got two I mean, but four Su- sun no, has too many
2: yeah that's what i meant sun sorry Something, I thought Suntail had three not
0: four. I, I I see three on the artwork I'm looking at
2: but I'm sorry isn't this show just to go really deep into one card I
0: yeah, and, it and apparently this week it is Suntail Hawk. <laughs> why does he have uh, three claws I don't
2: because only three wait a minute now I gotta look it up Gather yeah it. I think it's three it's to better catch its prey of course
0: yeah well it's uh it's a flying one one for one so obviously it is one one for one that's three it has three claws perfect okay great
2: one yeah. two three. What the hell? Ship it. Where's the f- I thought
4: there was a fourth one. Where's the fourth one?
2: <laughs> I like that you're upset. There's not four legs on this bird. <laughs> three legs. That's absurd.
0: Meanwhile, back on Innistrad.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Thalia's faced with a horrible decision, and she can't. She decides she can't be the reason all of her men die so she breaks the hell vault open and just demon and angels pour out of it and out comes grizzlebrand out comes um Avison. Yay. yay
0: which Re- totally sets the stage for for Avacyn restored but uh, so yeah.
1: then you, you, and in between the sets so grizzlebrand's out he's kind of cracking his back on god finally get out there Liliana. oh i'm dead and that's what happens to the great Grizzlebrand.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so that's
1: exactly how it went down. He dies off stage
0: for all those who love Grizzlebrand, including Chewie. Uh, yeah, he did.
2: Yeah, he just she just killed him. Like, and <laughs> like I, it was he's so also nothing
0: proper dead, not like demon dead. Yeah, yeah, is gonna be back, but like Chainvale like totally, absolutely, we killed this guy.
1: Right. Like, like anything that's was left of him is no longer left of him. Yeah. So, so Liliana's like sweet. I'm out. Yep. And then,
2: uh, Soren kind of had his his <laughs> he got lucky on that one. He didn't have to do anything. So Soren was held up. He was actually fighting Tybalt because Tybalt is you know he's kind of a jerk in his own right, and Soren felt that if Tybalt wasn't handled, um, it could become a problem for Estrade in the future.
1: He, he's like Tybalt's like. I got, I like to get people paying and I got these daggers. I'm gonna fight the big scary vampire with a giant broadsword. This seems right. fair.
2: So So uh yeah, once Soren's problems were done, he left again to start looking for Ugin. I don't know yeah, why. to he... say
0: but at that point he was looking for
2: Ugin to see what went wrong with us. Uh, why so- did he even come back to Instrad? Like what was the point? You would think Ugin would be the bigger reason. It's it's well it's he
1: hope. said he can't he came back because he knew Avison was missing.
2: How would he know? Uh,
3: I'm not
1: saying I know how he knows. So So I'm just saying in this in his trailer where he talks about things, he talks about he came here looking for his angel.
0: I feel like the way it went down is uh Soren's on Zendikar, and he's like, holy crap, look at all of these Eldrazi. What went wrong here? Where is the Lithomancer, who we're not going to name right now because Creative hasn't come up with their name yet? <laughs> where's Ugin? And then a guy walks in from off screen and goes, excuse me, a message for you, sir. And he <laughs> uh, he looks at the slip of paper, and it's like, uh, Avicen's
2: missing.
1: Well, that, crap.
2: That seems correct, yeah. that That seems to make sense. Yeah, I think that's exactly how it went down. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, he's probably, mean, he's he's been around a long time. He could be like the consortium that have, you know, that's an interplanal planar thing. So Soren might have contacts or spies that can shift between planes. I don't know.
3: Hmm.
1: And he could have like lesser planeswalkers that are in, in his employ.
0: It's also possible that he was just, you know, everything was so terrible on Zendikar that he needed to kind of regroup and thought, hey, why don't I go look, go look at where I had a success story? Let's go check out Innistrad. I'm yeah. sure everything's fine there.
4: It, it seems to me that many planeswalkers have a, have a home base that they return to on a regular basis. So that's what I assumed was yeah. why he went back to Innistrad, just because that's, that's his house. He just, he's going to go there every once in a while.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jace goes back to Ravnica, uh, Dak Faden goes back to obscurity, um.
2: Yeah, but
3: no. it, to Dak me, it's Faden's
2: like, not a thing. Yeah, that's over. <laughs> Dak
0: Faden believes it's a thing.
2: Uh, but to me, it's like I accidentally start the countdown on a nuclear bomb, and then I'm like, uh, yeah, but let me go home and make, like, a sandwich real quick before I go tell anyone about this. Like, that that's what it's <laughs> like to me. It's like, <laughs> no, maybe I should go start looking. <laughs> Or the,
1: <laughs> or maybe at this. his home base he had recollections of where U- he had information on Ugin, like maybe where he's been. Maybe he had an idea.
0: He went home to consult his notes. You're saying his
1: notes? That's exactly <laughs> what I'm
3: saying.
0: <laughs> okay, well if you know why Soren went back to uh, to Innistrad, tell <laughs> Chewie at the Mana Pool. What? I, I, okay, right. so it's a thing we do on Monday Night Magic. We tell no, people to chewy. Aware. So we're gonna. Stick that in here. Uh, okay, so, back, back to Innistrad.
3: Alright.
2: So, uh, yeah, just kind of to, to sum up what happens after that, because there's, there's not much. I mean, the whole block well, of
1: Avison's back. Yeah. She's like, hey, and all of a sudden all the humans' magics, their protection spells and their magics work. They even get some of the the werewolves that don't want to be horrible werewolf people anymore decide to become wolfier soldiers. That Which
0: are fight horrible wolf the, things, anyway.
1: That fight alongside the humans instead yeah, of they it, have, murdering they have them the and eating dignity. them.
0: Yeah, but they always look creepy to me.
1: Yeah, but... Double face cards
2: weren't going to be in the third set, so what are you going to do?
0: Moves? Yeah, I know. It's still... It looked <laughs> creepy. I mean, I, I guess one thing we should mention is that uh, mechanically, I, I feel... That uh, the Innistrad block paralleled the Zendikar block in many ways, in oh, yeah. that the first two sets of Zendikars, so Zendikar and Worldwake, oh. they were very related and flowed together very, very well. But then the third set, Rise of the Eldrazi, was like, hey, you know all those mechanics? Screw those. We're gonna go with something new and different. We're you a level up, and it's totally standalone. I hope you like level up. And then we came to Innistrad, and Innistrad, Innistrad, and Dark Ascension went well together. Although for the most part, Dark Ascension just trumped everything in Innistrad. So if there was a card that was good in Innistrad, they just made a better one in Dark Ascension. And then comes Avacyn uh, Restored, where all of great. the mechanics were were just
2: different. You're talking crazy about Dark Ascension.
1: <laughs> I'm starting to feel like you didn't play Dark Ascension.
2: Me too. Like everything,
1: <laughs> because. Uh, I... Pretty sure Geist of Saint Traft was from Innistrad. Yeah, Dark Ascension was just Innistrad. What card nice. did Innistrad do Geist of Saint Traft better?
0: Yeah, okay, I I, I guess nothing. I thought Geist was from from Dark Ascension. I'm sorry. No, no. Yeah, he's blue. I didn't play him. I only had to play against him, so.
1: It didn't mean he was not like one of the be- the best cards I was printing that <laughs> whole. He's <laughs> one of the best aggro cards ever.
0: Yeah, which is why we put him in blue. And,
1: and white. And blue. And white.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying, blue gets too much aggro. That's what I'm saying.
2: The blue part is the good, and then the white is the aggro. Good aggro, blue-white.
1: Boom, logic. Boom. (laughs) It's not the worst
4: logic. Meanwhile, after Avacyn was restored, um, the hype train for Return to Ravnica rolled into the station.
3: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that is true.
0: It was the, oh, just one more thing. After this set, there's totally Return to Ravnica, so...
4: So, wizard still hasn't learned their lesson there. Similarly to how they didn't really learn their lesson from the mechanical break between Zendikar and Worldwake and Rise of the Eldrazi, where they basically had nothing in common, Um and then Avison restored. The only thing it had in common with Innistrad and Dark Ascension really was the tribal sub themes and the undying mechanic.
2: Woo, you know. Yeah, and they they thought that was they were like there. Aren't you all happy now? It shares.
0: <laughs> See, they tie together. We
2: swear.
1: Yeah.
0: Which, speaking of which, we haven't really talked too much about the mechanics. that. Uh,
1: we don't do uh, that in Flavor cast.
0: Well, no, but I mean some of the mechanics in this set are actually flavorful. Specifically, the transform cards. Yes. I think things, they, bear, they bear special mention here.
1: Things transformed into other things.
0: They did. They did. This was, you know, the whole double-sided cards that transform from one side to another that you've seen most recently in mtg origins that originated in innistrad just for any newer players who might have joined us from just now and when they were first introduced i was actually at the party at pax prime when they unveiled the transform cards and i'll be honest absolutely no one in the room knew what the hell was going on because At the beginning of the party, they had these big cards that were like up on these like pillars near the front of the room. And partway through the night, they had like a big announcement and they showed those cards rotating to show the other side. But we couldn't tell if they were just showing us a different card that was in the (laughs) set or what. Except that the other side had no mana cost, and so we didn't really understand what that meant until someone explained no, 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 no. This is one side of the card, that's the other side of the card. And we're all like, what? How does that work? Say what? Exactly. Uh, but it did very well capture the idea of, for instance, werewolves. I think it was the, the absolute perfect way to capture uh, the flavor of werewolves. That they are one thing at one time and a completely different thing at another time. And that they can move back and forth between those two sides.
4: Yeah, and an integral part of so many different kinds of horror stories is something normal transforming into something horrible, and the the double face card technology that they used in in Block was really vital to getting that to getting that element across. It was,
0: but it also made drafting very very awkward.
2: It's, eh, vaguely. It will awkward. again.
0: Yes, and it will again. <laughs>
2: Oh, so uh, there's, there's no way they don't do doubles. There's no way, even well, even hold, though the plot hold, is basically wrapped up for it. I
0: I think that there's a little more flavor from the original Instrad we might want to discuss before we get to that. Okay, so okay, uh, there there were a couple of important characters who who underwent trans transformations. I just want to mention Macias. Yeah. Uh who when we first start the block, Maceus was uh a boss. A, a boss, a, a, essentially a high-ranking cleric in the the church of Avison essentially.
4: Yeah, he is the Lunarch. Uh
0: and then he gets killed. And then cuz Liliana's running around. Uh hey, you know that dead guy? I think I'll just use that dead guy. And so, Let's
4: wake him up and ask him some questions.
0: Yeah, Lily, Liliana goes all uh, Hellboy on him and wakes him up and asks him questions. And uh, he's the one who actually lets Liliana know that Grizzlebrand is in the Hell Vault, right?
1: Yes. Right. Because high-ranking members knew, but the public didn't.
0: Yes, they were hiding from us.
2: Well, he knew because he saw the fight happen.
4: Yeah, he, he and other um, high officials.
2: He wasn't they didn't high want the people to
4: panic knowing that Avacyn was – trapped. in Right.
0: Oh, Oh, by the way, you know the god we worship? Yeah, she's in that rock over there.
1: You know everything that's keeping us alive? Yeah, about that.
0: Hope you stocked up on, I don't know, crossbows and holy water? Oh, holy water, not so holy anymore.
1: Nope, you're silver, not so silvery silver.
0: If only we had a vampire to protect us. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> One thing I like about vampires on Innistrad is they can only be killed by living wood. But, like, what does that mean? A little bit? Like, what, what does it mean for wood to be living?
1: P- pretty fresh off the tree.
2: Right, but what does that mean?
1: <laughs> it means pretty fresh off the tree. That's so all I like, got. Yeah. I mean, the wood itself will
4: still be alive for a while after you
2: That's what I'm saying
4: plant. It's
1: not going to die right away. Right. So
0: how did like, how- the humans find this out? How did they test it? I this? know. Like this just raises more questions.
1: Well, I'm Maybe. assuming that the church told them and they heard it from Avison, and Avison heard it from her big daddy Soren.
4: That's a good point. Yeah, Soren had to have disseminated that
1: information.
2: Well how did Soren find out, honestly?
1: Because he's a vampire. They but how did he, are, he know? Yeah, he's probably a second fairly, vampire. They're probably fairly well aware of what kills them. Why? I don't know, <laughs> because the plot dictates it. That's why. One day, because one guy stabs another guy, vampires. and he dies.
2: Yeah, I mean, it feels like that's... I, honestly, I think a drunken vampire kind of just flew into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, oh, crap. <laughs> hey
1: he, 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 guys, he's dead. Eh, he, no, he, he's he's No, dead.
0: he's really actually dead here. Yeah. Whoops.
1: He's like, oh, snap. I hope they said, oh, snap. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they did though that, and that makes me
3: sad now <laughs> all right
0: oh i'm just picturing a whole court full of vampires and they're all just standing there, mouths agape because the one guy's not getting back up and one guy in the back goes oh snap
1: <laughs> they're like they're like jim stop it quit fooling around
2: all Gosh. right so just to wrap up the epilogue here <laughs> uh because we did talk about
1: kind of normal
2: yeah so avacyn casts a spell called the curse mute once again not clear why she couldn't have done that before she was ever put into the hell vault but whatever um and it like i mentioned it it turned uh, a lot of the werewolves into the wolf ear. um i will admit uh when shadow of randestrade was announced i was like well there's no more werewolves anymore so why are they saying this but actually it's not true only a group of, of werewolves chose to become wolfier. Not all werewolves have become wolfier, so there still are werewolves.
0: Team Jacob. Team Jacob. Yeah.
2: um And Why do you it's also that? S- stated that the uh, the curse mute kind of helped out with a bunch of evil things on Innistrad, but it's not really clear. Like what? You know, maybe there's twenty five percent less zombies. I don't know. um So
0: <laughs> come in Thursday. Thirty percent fewer <laughs> zombies on Thursdays yeah. here at Innistrad.
2: Uh, beyond that, we don't know exactly what it did. Um, we mentioned Garrick was there. It didn't do much to Garrick. It like made him better for like two days. It, it, unclouded, it. it
1: unclouded his mind, but it didn't lift the curse from him.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, all it did was make him a better hunter at killing people. Yay, Avison. well
3: done.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we've already mentioned Garrick was there. We mentioned Tybalt was there. I don't think there's anything else to say there because we've we've covered Tybalt's history in a different episode. Um, so it's also worth mentioning that Tamio was there, but...
0: Yeah, that one's kind of (laughs) weird and interesting, so...
1: Well, she kind of fits as a side character, because she's studying their moon, because they got an interesting moon, and she's a moon folk.
0: Right, and she's from Kamigawa.
2: Yes. And that's really it. That's really everything we know about her. She was studying the moon, and, uh, that's it. She did not interact with anyone else, so...
0: Which, actually, that pretty well describes her card as well. You don't get to interact.
1: <laughs> that's right, Clues.
2: You, you don't get to interact. You're done. So, can we talk about next Innistrad?
0: Uh, I suppose. I mean, we've we've painted in some very broad strokes the uh, the, the storyline of Innistrad, but I, I think that that's probably the important stuff that you need to know for setting well, up the next one.
2: I mean, like what? you mentioned, there was no novel, so a lot of it is broad strokes. Um, and then very they, specific about, small parts.
1: They started doing the stories, but they weren't like huge into the stories yet, so it wasn't like they were super prevalent yet.
2: Right. They're much bigger today.
0: Yeah, this is when they uh, they started the whole short story thing, but they hadn't really hit their stride. But now they've hit their stride, and that's that's a good thing.
2: So next in <clears throat>
0: Okay, so do you guys? I'll, I'll tell you what. I have a personal pet theory about what's going to happen with Shadows over Innistrad, but I don't want to. I don't want to bias If it's any the of
2: reprinting, you guys. Jace the Mind Sculptor. You're I was wrong. going to say that.
0: No, no, I already, <laughs> I already, I already barked up that tree for a while, and that was <laughs> unsuccessful. No, no so. guys, for real,
2: this is the set.
0: <laughs> yes, seriously, Jace this one, this time Inistrad. for sure. No. <laughs>
2: no, I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, do you I, think we'll get a Geralt and, Jisa and Gisa Gisa?
1: Uh, well, we already got a giraffe. Giraffe,
2: that's it. We got both, in Inter- and yeah, a commander. But
4: do we, we get, get a Kisa?
2: Again? Yeah. Yeah. She's
4: sweet. Why don't
1: I remember the Kisa?
4: Remember, she's the, the one that. um Oh crap! I forgot already. She, she makes zombies, which yeah, isn't helpful. Sa-
1: like you sacrifice something and zombies come uh, out. Yeah, I remember her now. She was in the black deck and. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: Well, let me ask first. I assume you guys have watched the trailer for Shadows Over Innistrad,
1: the teaser. I have I have not seen the teaser oh, yet.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Well, then here's what we're going to do, some, some live radio. I'm going to paste this in the chat here, and uh, I want you to go here, and I want you to watch. We're, we're going to sync it up, gentlemen, and I want you all to watch this trailer. So let me know when you're ready there, Rich.
2: Don't go in there. All of us?
0: Yeah, hey, why not? We uh, might I all don't, notice something it, new.
1: I don't, oh, there it is. Okay. It's yes. We're the bottom of that and page. And and all we'll
0: right.
2: See.
1: I'm ready.
0: Okay. Everybody ready? I Hold
1: guess.
2: On. Oh, Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Great radio. Okay.
0: Yeah. Hey, this is like a live uh, card advantage reacts to. Okay. All
3: right.
0: Okay. Ready? Uh, three, two, one, now. Okay. So I, I should say something so Truncate Silence doesn't take this out. But we're watching the trailer. Okay, there's a there's a feather.
2: Yeah, there's a feather. Some Wait,
0: music. Oh, oh, there's a moon.
2: Does that mean Feather from Ravnica is gonna come back? I I don't think so. She no. was killed. Oh, no, I don't think so. All right.
0: Oh, and that that definitely looks like is that is that Gavini in the background?
2: Cool. Zip it. <laughs> Wait, but this is supposed to be live talking.
0: Yeah, we have to talk. we'll take it out.
2: <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah. Oh, 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 that's probably not good. Oh. And. Oh, yeah, that's probably not good at
2: all. I uh, don't know. So the feather turned to blood, and then the Avacyn symbol got really melty.
0: Yeah, it really did.
2: And I think that means the moon has become magnetized. Uh, sure. Let's, so let's things are just going to start getting sucked into it. Can you do that to silver? Does that work? I you can think. in Magic the Gathering. I
0: was going to say, I don't know that that works the way you want it to. Uh, well, but okay, so we have not seen a whole lot in this trailer. I'm pretty no. sure that that was, was Gavini in the background. We saw yeah. a white feather fall from the sky, land on top of a building, turn into blood. Then we saw the Avison symbol was carved into some sort of a monument, kind of uh, distort.
1: Well, mo- most likely it was a silver, silver – her stuff was made of silver. I thought that was a tombstone.
0: Uh, it might have been a tombstone.
1: But the way it weird. bent – I know. Stone doesn't bend that way.
0: See, I thought it was a silhouette of two original slivers.
2: Ah. Oh. <laughs> Cause if you look at it. Well, that like explains everything. <laughs> and they're mad at each other. Okay. <laughs>
0: and I don't know, I don't know what's going on there, but they're, they're not happy at all. So. Uh, all right. Here's, here's my pet theory. And I'll let you guys, uh, go ahead and ignore it and tell me I'm an idiot. That's fine. Uh, so Avison was originally designed by Sorin to be uh, essentially a counterbalance. Not the card, but a a balance. She was there to bring balance to the plane of Innistrad so that the vampires would not run out of control and eat all the humans. She wasn't there to make it so the humans won. She wasn't there to make it so the vampires won. She was there to create a balance. But her time in the Hell Vault with all of the demons, I feel, has changed her. And I feel that she's going to come out, and I think that that White is going to be the quote-unquote evil color in this set. I think that Avison has come out and has decided, you know what, all you all are idiots, and to keep things in check, I have to be in charge. And so Avison and her angels are now ruling essentially with an iron fist. And anything that doesn't fit Avacyn's uh, personal beliefs of how everything ought to be working is essentially crushed. And so it's a totalitarian regime under what originally was meant to be kind of a, a benevolent helper.
2: So, I love everything you're saying, but how do you get that from an angel feather (laughs) turning to blood and then Avison's own symbol being warped?
1: I don't think he gets it from the video. Yeah, I I don't don't think think it's
0: it's – Certainly not from the video. I I get it from a a number of other tangential sources. So one of the things that Rosewater himself has said Mm. is that he really likes the idea of the kind of uh, dark nature of white. Sure that uh, that is something that he wants to explore. And I feel like this is a perfect opportunity to do that. I also mention it because of oh god what is the name of the card uh, in in the new commander product there's uh, a new angel that Oh, she's merciless. Yeah, that is totally merciless. Um, yeah. If I can find that card here. Uh uh that is Anya Merciless Angel. And I, I feel like she, cause she's got these kind of, uh, blood, this blood red tinge to her wings. And if you look at the feathers that are falling off of her wings, they're white and red. The, the feathers that are coming off there. Now she's a white and red card, so that's not that, that, uh, surprising. But still, that's a very angry angel. This is not a nice, pretty angel who's coming to help. This is the angel who's coming to kick some butt. And so I, I feel like that's a reference to, uh, to to Avacyn. particularly with the industry. That, that, that
4: an- Anya Anya could be from Ministra, That's an interesting thought. To me, um, and and I think the Bloody Angel Feather is related to this. To me, you know, when the Hellvault was destroyed, it wasn't just Avison and the other angels that were trapped in there who were freed. It was also all of the demons that they had, uh, all of the demons and other evil spirits that they had captured over the years. Mm-hmm. So even though Avison came out, you know, fully formed, cast the curse mute, everything looks good, now the the demonic spirits have had time to reform their physical bodies and Industrod is almost set back to zero in that respect in terms of the conflict between the angels and the demons. Whatever progress that Avison had made before being trapped in the hell vault has been undone. And now and now all of those demonic forces are back and pretty well pissed off.
0: Yeah, I also feel like there was probably a price to be paid for attempting this curse mute and that that's the reason that Avison hadn't done it before. It was a step too far, that it was, it was too far in upsetting the balance.
3: That's but nice.
0: once she came out of the Hell Vault, she's like, you know what? Screw it. We're doing this. All right. So that's, that's my working hypothesis. I, again, I don't have a lot to back it up, but I think it would be really cool.
1: Do you want to hear my theory?
0: I do, absolutely.
1: And mine is actually semi-based off the trailer. Okay. (laughs) One, the feather falling is definitely an angel's feather turning to blood. It's most likely because that angel died. Sure. So uh, so all remnants of that angel die, blood, gone, whatever. And then you see the decay of the trees start to happen. And then you see the twisting of the, uh, the symbol of Avacyn most likely, I'm assuming based on from what I know of Avissin, is made of silver, mm-hmm. and most evil can't bend can't affect the silver because the silver is holy and protected by Avissin. But Avissin was made by somebody, and Avacyn, most likely that person learned magic from somewhere, and I think the person who taught that magic to Sorin is undoing, gonna start undoing it, and I think it's his uncle. Mm-hmm.
2: What? <laughs> man, that's out there too.
1: Why not? His uncle, uncle's nice. clearly powerful. First vampires lived uh, over twelve hundred years.
2: I don't know if we know what. Yeah, I was gonna uh, it, say is, it'd be is over he still six thousand years place? to be clear. Um, What's that?
1: Six thousand years.
2: But it could he could be alive. I don't think we They've know. They've never right. said he's dead. Yeah. Well,
1: we know they're immortal, and we know the Markovs are the most the prestigious of all the vampire families.
4: Mm. I like that. That's wild.
1: So I mean I understand. Maybe his uncle may not be a planeswalker, but. Living that long and with the ability of being a vampire and knowing magic, I'm assuming you're not weak.
0: Okay, what if, uh, to take your, your hypothesis and riff off of it, uh, what if uh, the angel's feather is in fact Avacyn's feather and that Avacyn herself has been destroyed? Not just imprisoned, but actually destroyed. And that that's why the trees begin to decay and the symbol warps.
2: The problem with that is you're basically just doing Innistrad again, right? Like
0: well, except this time she's actually dead
2: and now we've got to do something else. So you have a different ending, but what if it's a feather of a suntail hawk? <laughs> <laughs> Falls down and turns to blood.
0: I, I also get the feeling having seen sets like uh, Scar's and
4: Merigan. connection right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god, you're right. For those who don't know, go look at the uh, artwork for Olivia Voldaren and Count Legs, and then go back to Sundell Hawk, Count Legs. Become more confused, put those away, and go do something else. Uh, But... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now I've completely lost my train of thought. Uh, Oh, uh, having seen uh, the kinds of things that they've done on other planes, like, for instance, the entire Scars of Mirrodin block... Uh, I'm sure that someone somewhere, his name is Mark Rosewater, said, you know what, the, the ending of uh the Avis, of the Innistrad block was way too happy. Let's just have the Phyrexians
2: invade. They gotta invade somewhere. Like, it's gonna happen. Like, that's guaranteed, right?
0: Yeah, so let's like, just whoa. make the next one, and then we're gonna set up the epic clash between the Phyrexians and the Eldrazi, because yeah, then the, then no yeah, one wins.
2: I think we're gonna go back to New Phyrexia, and it will be the Eldrazi. I, I think that's why. We'll, we'll ever go back there. Um. So honestly, I, so truthfully, I think Innistrad is it's too soon, like to go back to Innistrad. I think it wasn't that long ago. The plot was pretty wrapped up. Like I, I wish they weren't going back there.
4: Yeah. There. To me, there there does kind of have to be some meaningful connection to other multiverse stories going on.
2: Yeah, you in order th- to justify going back. Big thing. Like Zendikar is kind of the Avengers, right? they're all finally coming together right Uh, what we're just going to go back to Innistrad and I don't know I don't know and I do think think the plot's just going to be the laziest path which is the demons are all out now and we still have to fight the demons because we don't have the hell vault anymore to lock them away I I think that's going to be the plot Mm. I like what you're all saying because those are way more exciting I particularly like having a white villain Um, but we'll see
1: I don't know, but people had that the dark Avi'son theory. Like the the second her art was spoiled,
2: she wears black, therefore she must be mean.
4: No, she's dressed that way because Soren made her.
0: Right? Yeah, she's dressed that way because Soren right. yeah, was kinky.
1: Well, after living you know three six thousand some years, you might get bored with regular stuff too.
0: Yeah, it's maybe true. he's just not into the foot fetish that everyone, all the other vampires <laughs> apparently have, which is just kind of. Weird, seriously weird.
1: <laughs> well, vampires are all about power and leisure, and apparently that just—I don't know. It is what I mean, it is. The difference
4: between vampire and human fashion on Innistrad is is interesting, because uh, Innistrad is kind of, um, you know, dim and damp and cold, so everyone's all the humans are, you know, dressed pretty well, bundled up. The, the vampires, since they're dead and like don't have to worry about cold and everything, show a lot more skin in their fashion. And that's yeah. another way they they display their status and their power.
2: Uh, I do think we'll get a new Tybalt.
0: Uh, I, I fear you're correct.
2: Oh, uh, no, it's going to be a great Tybalt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it can't be worse than the
2: old one. I, I you get to on. discard oh, yeah. two
1: cards. <laughs> I honestly think this Tybalt's going to be like, borderline broken.
2: I think so. I don't think we'll see a new Tamio, but I think we'll see a new Tibble.
0: Oh by the way, which which cat do we have joining us here?
2: I'm trying to mute, but he's noisy.
0: Yeah, but which one is it?
2: Milkshake. Milkshake.
0: Alright. Staring at me. Well, he knows things. He, he wants to be fed. Ah. That yeah. too.
1: It also gonna be I mean the first Innerstrade, you fought you pretty much fought the demons. But there's bad humans in Innistrad, too. Yes. There are many who bad. Does, who does the Church of Skurs, does Skursdag worship? Was it Grizzlebrand, or was it the demon named Skursdag?
2: I don't uh, know. I
4: thought it was Grizzlebrand. But there might be. I mean,
1: yeah, I can't remember. Maybe the shadows looming over Earth is the humans who worship Grizzlebrand want him back. And they're deviling in some deep, dark magics to bring him back. Whether that's possible or not, I don't know.
2: Maybe the Great Aurora happens,
1: <laughs> and it's
2: permanently night now, and there's, like, just werewolves everywhere.
0: So it Were appears the, the that vampires
2: these... are the sun in Innistrad? Or what? Vampires? Yeah. I don't know. Uh,
4: not in the, not in the, ah, I'm on fire now way.
1: Yeah. Or it's kind of bright outside, I mean, my sunglasses kind of way. I think it's more like that.
0: Yeah, as long as they're wearing the Ray-Bans, they're protected.
2: Yeah, it's because like basically every, almost every piece of art in Estrada is set during night, unless it's a double face card with a day side, then only the night side is set during night. But it feels like it's all dark. And I think every vampire is during night.
1: If I wear my sunglasses at night. Oh.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take the bait.
1: I just think there's a lot of good ways that could fun ways they could go. I don't know how they all will. And maybe we might not see a Soren in Zendikar because we're gonna see Soren in Innistrad.
0: Uh that is a possibility because I mean if and we're, we're talking
1: make... black Soren. We're talking six all black. That's how much he costs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> six six black. All right, okay. Uh if we look Plus at one, these...
1: you gain ten life, your opponent your opponent loses ten life. Seems fair.
0: If we look at the artwork for Oath of the Gatewatch, we see, what, five different Planeswalkers already
2: appearing in that artwork. Is it just four? Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, but none of them are Sorin.
2: By the way, when you guys were talking about Oath of the Gatewatch, you forgot to mention that Ugin is also on Zendikar. Because <laughs> you were guessing what Planeswalkers would be in the second set. Right. We're not going to get a Planeswalker to uh, represent every Planeswalker that is in, it's on Zendikar right now. It just can't happen. Why not? Yeah, I, th- I think there's going to be one.
0: All Planeswalkers. Every pack contains a Planeswalker.
2: <laughs> it would be a bold move.
0: Granted, nine out of ten of them are, are a reprint of Tybalt. And is there something that's anti-foil? Like, is there a worse printing than normal cards?
2: I guess they're just, like,
1: a little wet. Like, the, you uh... open the pack. and wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there, is a, there is a printing that's worse than normal foil. It's called Tybalt.
0: <laughs> they, they, they come pre-folded. They're just bent.
4: Um, <laughs> he's, he's, uh, his Plantswalker card is going to be on one of those advertisement <laughs> things. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, it doesn't have a magic back, so it's not legal to play. Or
0: poor, poor Tybalt.
2: Uh,
1: yeah, he, he chose s- to be that terrible.
0: He sucked so much. Ha. <sighs> <sighs> At any rate, no, I think you may be right. I don't think we're going to see Soren on... Uh, Oh, through the Gatewatch.
4: Oh, no, no. no I don't what I was going to say. But I, uh, but I do think it's reasonable that, um, they would have at least one representation of all those planeswalkers in some standard legal set. Like we have Soren and Ugin in the Cons of Tarkir block. They have, we have their cards there, so that's
3: cool. Mm-hmm.
4: And we have, um, some of the others represented in Origins.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And, you know, we, uh, we got a new Gideon and, so
1: forth and so on. It's because Gideon's awesome.
0: Uh, once uh, Shadows over Innistrad drops, are we then fully into the normal rotation cycle?
1: I believe so. I, th- I think so.
4: Is, yeah. um... Because dragons okay, and origins. So, okay, so it'll just be... Okay, so, yeah, dragons and origins, right. Yeah, I we'll, couldn't remember if Fate Reforged was going to stick with dragons, but you're right, no, it doesn't.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, those two will rotate out, and then we'll have... Zendikar, Watch, and... Uh, shadows. Shadows. Yep.
0: Yeah, because it'll be the new... Uh, three sets are legal, then four sets, then back to three sets, then four sets, then back to three sets. Yep. So, okay. So, yes.
2: Until they break it.
0: Until they break it. And they will.
2: They will. They'll be like, you know what's cool? Three blocks. Yes. Let's do that again.
0: Standard now includes... Just Champions of Kamigawa and whatever the most recent set was. <laughs>
1: so you talk talking about having clues? I'm sorry, what? I feel like you just described heaven.
0: Oh, heaven. <laughs> uh, that's a heaven, let's say.
1: Someone's Heaven.
0: I think it's a heaven. Okay, so I've come up with a, a great idea for what's, okay, I've come up with an idea for what the storyline's gonna do. Rich has, uh, Mike, I think you gave us an, an idea.
4: Yeah, mine was, um, what CJ described as the boring, the demons are out
0: now. Story. Yeah, right, right. So CJ. Yes. What do you think's gonna happen?
2: I, it, I really do think that that's gonna be it. That's the laziest route. I, I don't know. If people have heard me, I've not been impressed with, creative lately I, yeah, think I, they, I think they've gotten lazy i think they don't care as much um i don't think they're interested in telling particularly interesting stories anymore
0: well you don't find the whole eldrazi thing that's going on right now compelling uh, sure feel free to say no that's <laughs> i mean well, that well, is well, an option
2: like what so uh you have this thing that needed three pre-mending walkers to put away and so i guess I guess four Planeswalkers is equivalent to three pre-mending Planeswalkers? Like, I guess because the Hedron network is already there. I don't know.
4: Yeah, the infrastructure is still in place.
2: Yeah, but let's... So they make a hand sign and, and they can put Ulamog or whatever way? Like, I... Okay. Oh,
0: well, oh, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, so the original one, it took three pre-mending Planeswalkers to put away three Eldrazi. It takes right. four regular Planeswalkers to put away one Eldrazi. Sure. You don't sound convinced.
2: Yeah, whatever. I, yeah. (laughs) I think the origins, uh, Planeswalker is their little reboot and of what just ignoring the past kind of has soured me on the whole thing. I still read it all so that I can be on these episodes, but I think, I think they take the laziest route. So we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: I will agree with you, though, that returning to Innistrad so soon
2: feels, it feels off. Yeah, and that probably wasn't Creative's decision either, to be
1: well, fair. How well has the other sets been? The other sets been selling? Because some places know. like that, like they will go back to the mo you know, the like a computer, the best optimal place to be. And if if um, Innistrad is what's been selling the best, was their stuff's not selling, but Innistrad is one of their most successful sets. I can see them. Like, oh, we went to back to Ravnica. That was great. Let's go back to Interstrad and we'll sell again
0: no my understanding is that they've they continue to set records that each set that they've made since then has been the best selling set
4: yeah I think maybe not true. each set but each year has been the best year
0: right okay that's yeah.
4: fair
2: So yeah we'll see I also think they kind of used up most of their tropes
0: mm, that is true yeah,
2: well
4: because because they're doing two worlds a year now and because there are no core sets. They have to return to previous settings much more often than they used to, if only to be able to um, get the right reprints into Standard,
2: mm. in my opinion. I agree. And so let's go back to Lorewin.
0: Or it could be oh, because... that storyline was
2: great. Mm. <laughs> that one's also wrapped up. I, You know, I feel like, because it's kind of annoying when they leave most of their plots open-ended, so... I thought it was great when Avison restored came out, and they they wrapped it up right. It was done. We're good. Innistrad is good. So I guess that's part of the reason too, where I'm like, oh, why are we going back? Like I get that we can shoehorn something into there, but we wrapped it up. It's done. It's like coming back to Zendikar after Oath of the Gatewatch. It's honestly,
1: like, maybe honestly maybe it's because because Origin has double sided planeswalkers, and most likely Innistrad will too the best way to get it done with and be safe and over for a while so it doesn't leak into other sets is just have them next to each other. Have them very close together.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not exactly what they wanted to do creatively, but it's what they needed to do mechanically to be able to make that kind of stuff work out.
0: It's not the setting we needed. It's the setting
2: we deserved. Except Origins will rotate when Innistrad comes out.
1: No. Will it? No.
2: Uh,
0: no, no I, I, I thought it would.
2: Yeah, it will. That's what we I, just talked about. Yeah.
1: Origin, there's
4: no origin origin's just gonna be legal out. for. Origin is gonna be legal for 18 months. It can't rotate when Shadows of Innistrad comes out.
2: No, Battlefront's mini is out now. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be Battle, Oath, Innistrad. That will be the standard. Am
1: I, I wrong? I, I oh, think I you're. I, I think you're wrong because I don't think they're gonna have. Um, origin I thought, only uh, legal for a year. Because Zen, um, Innistrad's coming out the same time when Origin came out. They would give it one year in rotation. That doesn't sound right.
2: Is it going to be because, four, it four blocks right. in standard? No, there's, no, three. Three blocks. And. Sorry, two, two blocks, four
4: sets. It's, no. Okay, so it's. Blocks. Three, three blocks. Three blocks, actually six sets, yeah.
2: Six sets. Okay. Well.
4: And, uh, and, and the, and the base set in each block is going to be legal for
2: 18 months. Alright.
4: I mean, yeah. I I might be remembering this 100% wrong.
2: I don't know, so. That was a while ago. Truthfully, I don't I don't follow rotation. I know that's not a great thing for a judge to say, but in no, general, no, just like, if somebody's playing a card that's illegal, this, it's illegal, I was like, uh, whatever. It's I can fun. then I'll look it up on my phone. <laughs> if it's illegal, someone's gonna call you. Like that's handled, right? Like enjoy your game, win. They're gonna call you.
0: Okay, so I'm looking at the animated gif.
2: Yeah, that's what I need, is that gif in my life.
0: Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at the animated gif. Unfortunately, they've all got the code names in there. So uh okay, so Cons of Tarkir comes out and then uh Fate Reforged and then I wish I could pause an animated gif, but it doesn't work that way. So uh let's see now. The standard that included just Cons, Fate uh what was after fate uh fate. dragons so con's fate dragons plus origins, origins and battle of battle for Zendikar then ah, damn it this this gif is going too fast
2: well, I guess the answer is is Cons and fate legal right now <laughs> yes, okay <laughs> I hope so then,
4: Otherwise my
3: standard yes deck is not okay.
2: yeah <laughs> then that, that I think that kind of answers it right because um. It's Cons and Fate are, are quote unquote block, and then Dragons and Origins are a block. We are spending way too long on this. There's gonna be so many people upset. Glad this yeah, isn't well, my show.
0: They're 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 always upset, and there's nothing we can do about it.
2: All right, they probably did six to deserve it. at most six sets will be legal and standard. That's that's what you're all saying. Yes. Okay. I'm down. I got it. I believe you because it makes more sense.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. you're, right, you're absolutely right okay great i'm glad we we let's say covered that
2: all right and i think that concludes this episode on the new rotation schedule
0: i think it does and <laughs> so thank you all for listening to judge cast <laughs> uh,
2: you know what the, we did cover this embarrassingly enough i just I don't remember
1: you know what could be the looming shadows over innistrad because even before vampires and things of that sort there was still an evil there there was something that let the dead come back to life because it wasn't always necromancers and stitchers bringing them back
2: why not
1: i don't from what it sounds like that's not always the case that you don't just die like eternal's like the eternal rest is their version of heaven not rising up and from the way I, at least from what i read it didn't sound like it was always stitchers and necromancers that are bringing them back like the dead just come back and then there's the werewolves and the you know the demons that let vampires exist so there's an evil presence there beforehand maybe it's that presence is now showing its face because avison casts its you know its curse her curse Avisen is making unbalance and he is deciding to or whatever this evil is deciding to step in it's nickel bolas
0: <gasps> it's always nickel bolas probably is all right and just to be explicit so that we don't get any emails about or tweets seriously Right now, Con's Fate, Dragons, Origins, and Battle for Zendikar are currently standard legal. Oath of the Gatewatch happens, no rotation. Shadows over Innistrad happens, we lose Cons and Fate. So it's Dragons of Tarkir, Origins, Battle for Zendikar, Oath of the Gatewatch, and Shadows over Innistrad. That is standard when that rotation happens.
2: Interesting. You know, what's funny is I think that's what we said, Clues, but I think, I we, know, forgot, I, I think we forgot Zendikar existed.
0: I, I think we may have. I just
2: want
0: to be clear <laughs> to funny. everybody out there. That's how it works. Stop emailing us. At least about that. Email us about other stuff, but A lot of times that. I'll be
2: driving and I'll be like, oh, i got to email him right now. I'm just going to start typing. You just pull over. No, I don't pull over.
0: No, of course not. <laughs> Of course not. Okay, is there anything else we want to say about the I, – I mean, I will say that the short stories that they did do, and I think that they were less cohesive and less intertwined than the current kind of stories that they've been doing lately. Mm-hmm.
1: To give them fairness, it was the first, their first time doing it. No, yeah. Not the stories are good, but I, I oh, do agree with that
0: statement. Yeah, that's, that's what I was getting to, that, that like they were quite good in their own yeah. right.
1: Yeah, but, absolutely. Like, honestly, if you could still find Geist of St. Traff's story, I think it's amazing. I also think the story with um, when Thalia destroys the Hell Vault is also amazing. All good stuff. Yeah. Yes.
0: So, so you know, if, if you can track them down, definitely go and, and read those. <laughs>
1: See, the thing is, like, you know, their story for the Innistrad was good for the, the limitation that we got of it. And I just think now that they are – what they are doing with Uncharted Realms and with certain things, they, I think they actually could do well with it. If they don't just take the obvious <laughs> the demons are stronger than we thought kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, give us a villain. Give us something. Don't give us Nicobolus either. I don't want it to be the stupid dragon. Ashiok. I, that, that would be totally fine with me. I I think that'd be sweet. That is vi- shadows, nightmare, smoke. <laughs> she fits in with everything that's there. I'm fine with it. Ashiok works. Um, heck, if they had Tybalt come back, like you know went saying you know he almost died but he's back stronger than ever yeah and he's causing mischief turns. everywhere that would be right. fine too
2: yeah why not tibbles
1: as long as they gave him like a good reason like he found some artifact that made him stronger they can't just say haha soren almost killed you now <laughs> now i'm better than that
0: tibble gets the chain veil
1: that's not uh the worst thing to think of
0: just from Liliana's standpoint.
2: That'd be an awkward way to end that plot line. <laughs> like, she physically can't get rid of it, but Tybalt is like, no, nah, I'll just take it. And then, so,
1: yeah, all right, so, like, so, oh. right, so her it is. So they need to start treating Tybalt like Deadpool. <laughs> so you start it. Liliana's about to face off against another demon. Tybalt walks in. Time out. T- yanks the veil. Planes walks away. Liliana just stares at the guys. He swats her down, and she dies. Wow. Tell me you wouldn't buy that set clues
0: uh I don't think I'd buy that set
1: <gasps> you must not be a deadpool fan i
0: i i'm not a i'm not much of a deadpool fan i don't have nothing against Deadpool. don't write me about that either it's just i'm not a huge fan sorry all okay, right
1: so you made tonight clues. All right.
0: I, I, again, I'm not saying anything bad about Deadpool. That's fine. Go ahead. Yeah,
1: I'm not just saying you Deadpool. did. I'm just saying not everyone on the internet who listens to our show is going to be the most reasonable and rational people.
0: People listen to our show?
1: People download our show.
2: I think we got to change some things we're doing then, man. <laughs> people definitely download. Right? <laughs> That's right. We have, we have the same thing. I'm sure people download.
1: but
0: Yeah, in fact – In fact, see if you can convince some other friends to download our show. They don't have to listen. All they have to do is download it. That's fine. Oh, boy.
1: We get paid the same either way.
0: That's right. We get paid exactly the same if no one downloads our show as if everyone, literally everyone on the planet downloads our show. We still get paid absolutely nothing. So that's just fine. Okay. Well, let's, let's wrap this, this up here. Let's stick a bow on this one, I guess. A very, let's say evil bow. I don't know. A, a dark transforming bow is what we'll stick on this one. Uh, how about if we hear, uh, some things from our guests, where might people be able to contact you? What other projects might you be involved in? Why don't you take it away, CJ?
2: Alright, well, you can always hear me on JudgeCast at JudgeCast.com You can also hear my cat there around this time as well. Uh, I hate him. He's he's my grizzle brand. <laughs> That's the worst. Uh, yeah, you know, you can always email us at JudgeCast at com and all the other places that you can find us. I don't torpedo my own show, just other people's. <laughs>
0: Thanks, I guess?
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing guys at the GP this
0: weekend. Yo, yeah, sure. Look, we're, stop doing that. We're not involved with those guys at all. It's not us. Stop.
2: I'll be at the GP. In Atlanta? Okay. Well, I really will be there. Alright. I'm gonna be on side events. Great. But you, you won't, right, Clues? Uh,
0: no, no, I won't. Now that I've moved to the frozen north, uh, the, it, the Atlanta was a little bit far for, for this time. I'm, I'm really busy right now, so I'm barely sneaking away for, uh, uh pittsburgh in a couple of weeks
2: yeah i understand fallout 4 is out
0: uh, actually i don't even own fallout 4 yet yet i should stress yet. yeah so don't email me about that yes i'm going to buy it i just haven't yet i'm too busy soon
2: yeah I'm that's everything i it. said too and then uh people got up a posse and talked to my wife and they're basically like if you don't get him to buy it then we're gonna buy it for him i would take them. that
0: option yeah i was gonna say i've never had anyone threaten to buy me a video game <laughs>
2: yeah so I yeah, guess,
4: why don't you come over here and make me
0: <laughs> yeah i'm it not works. gonna buy fallout 4 how about that
2: that was regional coordinator justin turner leading that posse
0: oh well that explains uh, everything never mind
2: so i now have it and okay. i have to play it all the
0: time
1: i don't have it and i won't get
0: it you have to play it all the time i get it i get it uh okay how about you mike
4: um, people can email me and the other dorks associated with my regular podcast dorks at themanipool.com you can check out our Facebook page, uh, you can talk to Chewy on Twitter at themanipool uh, the YouTube video where Chewy puts up various things lately it's, he, during the month of October it was pretty much all Five Nights at Freddy's related stuff um, he really grew to loathe uh, that Series by the end of the third game. Um, <laughs> YouTube.com slash C slash The Manipool? Is that,
0: that what it sounds is? Sounds right.
4: Um, I can't remember whether the, whether that letter is C or M or something else stupid. Anyway, doesn't matter. Pick,
0: pick a just, letter. Any ju- letter. Yeah, just, just search
4: for it. Um, you can just go to the website, themanipool.com, and find links to everything. Uh, yes, that is how you get in touch with
0: Alright, great. Well, thank you both for for joining us. Uh, If you want to reach us here at the show, there are a variety of ways to do that. You can find our things, of course, on our website. We are cardadvantagecast.com. Not cardadvantage.com. That is not us. We're not affiliated with that. Don't listen to C.J., you can email us. We are mtgcardadvantage at gmail.com. And, of course, you can tweet or follow us at CardAdvantage on the Twitters. Uh, that's a, a good way to do so. If you want to reach me directly, you can, of course, do that. I am at LockLuzet, spelled just like it is in the show notes.
1: I am at Soren V. Edgar. Um, I'll only read your things if you put hashtag Team Soren.
0: <laughs> I think it's reasonable. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't fault that in any way, shape, or form. All right, well, thank you, uh, our, our distinguished guests for joining us for another episode of the Flavor Cast. Yay.
3: Yay.
2: It was. Well, what's it was, next? Kobolds?
0: Uh, next could be Kobolds. Uh, don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the listeners will tell us what flavor they'd like us to investigate next. Maybe. As long as it's not go back to Lorwyn and do it right this time, it'll be fine. Because
2: hey, I, I like Will I you? told you, I think you all did as good a job on that as anyone could.
1: I think we did it right. It's just they didn't. Yeah, it's yeah, just exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, uh,
2: but yeah, flavor I would recommend is the Kick and Chicken Taco version of Pringles that is out right now. Oh, I have not it tried is, those. It is a delight.
1: I think the hard thing about us going into flavor that's anything that's not fairly recent enough, where we've started to where they've really Got in their flavor outside of the books, where they've actually introduced Planeswalkers for characters for us to follow. It's real tough.
0: It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, all right. I I think we'll uh, we'll end it there. Thank you all very much for listening, and we will see you all next time. sugar water <laughs> nothing
2: but sugar water he's wearing a suit like an edgar <laughs> suit i don't remember the exact line sorry usually <laughs> i like to like, direct quote but
0: yeah that's that's fair it's been I've a
2: few years
0: i'm just happy that i could get in a
3: ghostbusters we- reference quite frankly so be sure to tell <laughs> old man Perlman. all right i will